You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge, tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. Hello, guys. Sorry it's been a little minute since we posted. I have my birthday last week, and it felt really good to just disconnect. I love what I do. I love you guys. I love Instagram connecting with you. I feel so blessed that I've created this for myself, but there are times where I'm like, I wish I could just wake up and stare outside (laughs) or just go work out or just do things that flow with how I'm feeling for the day. Because as much as I absolutely love what I do, there are days where I'm just a savage to myself and my thoughts where I'm like, I can't show up. I don't have anything good to say. Why, Why does anybody give a shit, right? Demons, ugh, they're strong sometimes. But I'm back, and aside from my birthday, we had a little mishap with the podcast host provider that I was using. They shall go unnamed for respect, but yeah, that advertisement that ran on the show that I didn't even know about, you guys had to let me know, it's an issue. It's turning into like a big legal issue. It's a mess, and this isn't the first time I've had problems with my podcast host provider. So I'm like, this This is just got to go. So as overwhelmed as I was, I just did a quick Google search of podcast platforms and how to transfer 250 plus episodes. And I found one. I'm going to use Buzzsprout. This is not sponsored at all. They're just so cool. And the reason why I chose them out of all the ones that popped up is because I shot them an email and said, hey, I'm stressed. I'm scared. I have 250 episodes and a really large audience. I need to switch platforms completely what do I do? And they sent me back an office gif of like Michael Scott saying something funny, like we got you. And I was like, so like, that's it. Sense of humor, the way to my heart, you're my people. Let's do this. (laughs) So I'm excited to work with them and get Lightworkers Lounge transferred over there. So I hope this will be the new episode that we're going to post on Buzzsprout. I really hope it reaches you. We'll see if everything is ironed out, but just leaving my previous podcast host, I didn't realize how heavy that was on me. I don't like working with these people at all. I felt used. I felt overcharged. I, it just doesn't feel good. And I've used them since 2018 when I first started this show. So like I had that loyalty and that not even loyalty, just a sense of familiarity hosting, creating, producing a podcast 100% by yourself like I do is daunting and scary. And one day when I have a team, I will look back at this and think, golly, I'm strong. (laughs) But it's that familiarity and the, I almost said their name, in the podcast host that I previously had that I was like, I can't leave it. I can't leave it. It's so easy. I don't want to add any more to my plate. But I silenced those voices by just saying, okay, Steph, you don't have to (laughs) build a wall in an entire day, build an entire wall in a day. Just take one step, one little step, and then close your laptop and go do whatever you want. Just one little step, which is emailing other podcast host providers. Just send them an email. That's all you have to do. You do not have to get this done in the next two hours. Relax. And just taking things bite-sized pieces at a time, one brick, brick by brick at a time, has helped 
immensely because maybe it's my birth chart, my human design, my childhood upbringing. I don't know, but I get so overwhelmed. I get analysis paralysis, analysis paralysis that I don't do anything because I'm so stuck and I feel like I can't do it because it's just too much. It's too scary and familiarity is safe and comfortable. But then I look around at some people close to me and it they're so smart, they're so intelligent, they're so creative and I'm like, "Come on, put yourself out there. Like do this, try this. I see your full potential. Let's go." And they won't because of that sense of familiarity. They they desperately need that because they've been through so many upheavals and changes and scary things that they're like, "I'm not intentionally going towards that. I'm not intentionally swimming in the deep end. I'm going to stay here floating on my raft in the three foot kiddie pool, enjoying myself. No. And it's like, ah. And so I think I can't tell them to do it if I don't even do it. So there we go. There's more energy and effort towards pursuing things that are uncomfortable for me. I find lessons in everything I do, even just getting up and recording this podcast. There's a lesson in it. Just show up. Even if you don't know what to do, what to say, where to go from once you show up, just put your body and your mind there. Be all in. So that's what we've been up to. That's why I took a little seven day hiatus while we were on a, we were on a roll with the astro advice column. You know, I laid in bed awake the other night (laughs) as I usually do. And I thought, my God, my audience must think I am such a fucking flake because we had the coffee chats and then we had the kitchen table talks and then we just dropped those because I guess we weren't really interested in them I don't know why (laughs) we just stopped and then we had the astro advice column we were going hard on that but then we took a seven-day break and I'm like these people must think I'm a fucking flake because I always start things and say things and then I'm woohoo and then I stop and I was like that's so embarrassing that I do that on a stage in front of people ew (laughs) what that's that's just the story I was telling myself but I thought Steph what the fuck you're going to do it like you just took a break for your birthday which is okay and then JL's in Denver for the week for work and that's okay you can still show up and record like these people also have lives outside of you does not (laughs) all of your listeners lives do not revolve around you girlfriend let's pull our head out of our ass (laughs) like I was like, then once I came back down to earth, I was like, oh, they probably don't even realize that we don't do kitchen table talks or coffee chats or that we haven't posted in seven days. Maybe some of you do, but not a lot. You have your own lives. You have your own lying awake at night telling yourself mean stories. You're not worried about me. (sighs) Just hard on myself. I really am. Everyone around me tells me that stuff. You are too fucking hard on yourself. And well... That could be a whole other episode with a trained psychologist sitting next to me, <laughs> diving into it. But I have those behaviors and those mindsets just like everybody else. But I think the difference is I don't let them anchor me down. I don't let them prevent me from doing things I want to. I still show up. I still record. I still send the emails. I push through it. I say, okay, this moment is uncomfortable, but this is for now. Favorite mantra, you guys know. For now, for now, for now. So I wanted to do an astro advice column email, but I thought, 
feet on the ground, head in the stars. I can't do it without my my wingman, my right-hand man, J.L., baby J. He's our feet on the ground. I'm the head in the stars. So I was like, okay. So I was reading through them. We have so many. Thank you guys for sending those. And the vast majority of them, literally, it, I, I'm looking at them now. Even some I didn't even open. It's just in the subject line. The word stuck. I'm stuck. I'm struggling to decide. I'm confused. I feel stagnant. I mean, look at all of these. Literally, everybody has these. And here, my my question is career and passion. I don't know. I don't know. The episode that the Aquarius asked, how do you know what to do when you don't know what to do, was the most downloaded out of all the Ask to Advice column questions. And I was like, what is this? I mean, you guys know that I, I have the dream job, in my opinion. I just love what I do, truly pinch myself every morning. But even I wake up and go, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't, I don't know what I want to do. This isn't my passion. I don't know. <laughs> and I think, what the fuck? Where does that come from? Because even if I say, okay, well, what's my passion? Um, Singer-songwriter. I'd go do that and I would wake up some days and have no melodies in my head, forget how to touch guitar strings and I would be like, I'm stuck, I'm confused, I don't know what I want to do. And I would move on to something else, be so excited about it, kitchen table talks, and then eventually be like, I don't know what I want to do. I feel like being stuck, feeling confused is normal, so just let yourself relax in that feeling. It's normal. But also... I personally think, and this is kind of feet on the ground, head in the stars, this is reality, but also a spiritual sense that our society and our collective is so fucking backwards right now that all of us are confused. We females are confused because for so long we've had to be the men. We've had to be the masculine. We've had to run the household, financially support the household, carry the babies, raise the babies, remember things, do things, schedule things. I mean, everything. And um, this is a very big blanket generalization. There are some men out there crushing it. I feel hashtag blessed that baby J here runs shit. And I feel just spoiled sometimes where I have to lasso him and say, stop, let me help. Let me do things because he does everything. But even I find myself like wounded around men because the other day his bank card was like some fraud or something, I don't know, was just shut down and he needed to use one of mine, which is no big deal because we're sharing finances at this point. But it, it triggered me and it brought something up in me when I was like, seriously, you need to use my card on my birthday? Like, no, that that doesn't feel right. And really, it's no big deal because, again, we share finances. So it's just a card. He would easily pay it back off with our shared finances. You know what I mean? But it really stirred something up in me. And I was like, okay, before I inappropriately take this out on him undeservedly, let me let me weigh into this. Let me just go sit by myself in the studio and just feel into this. And it was a wound around taking care of men, losing myself in taking care of men. And then I heard the voice of my mother, of my grandmother, of my great-great-grandmother, all saying men are babies, men have to be taken care of. And then when you lose yourself to taking care of them, they cheat on you or they don't love you anymore or they're just using you and you're exhausted. And so it was just a volcano eruption of like, oh my God. 
my favorite quote to really calm my ass down is, does the reaction match the crime? The crime was he needed to borrow my card to purchase some things on my birthday because his was down. And he doesn't have a credit card. He just has a debit card. I have all of the above, a little too much. Because my mom taught me when I was 18, Steph, you need a credit card. You need to build up credit. I think my mom even took a credit card out when I was 16 and added me as like a co-signer because she wanted me to build up credit. So when I was 16 or 18, I could go buy a car. I could go rent an apartment. I could go do things and have that good credit. Jail never did that. He's been very much old school, write a check, pay with cash. I mean, this guy just got PayPal the other day. (laughs) He's ancient. He's an earth sign. (laughs) But I just, you know, that's not his fault. He, he has no debt. I have a shit ton of debt. So who's right? Who's wrong? Potato, potato. I don't know. But it triggered me because I was like, well, you should have gotten a credit card when you were in business or when you were a teenager and built up your credit. Now you can't get a credit card because you don't have credit, blah, blah, blah. And again, I was like, you were a baby. You were irresponsible. That is the story I was telling myself. But it's not. He was actually more responsible than me because he doesn't have debt. Credit cards, student loans, car, nothing. He has got nothing because he's been wise, grounded, and committed and old school with money. And so it just triggered the fuck out of me. And I was like, okay, the story I'm telling myself is I have to take care of a man, again, on my birthday, nonetheless. But that was so not the case. Jail did so much for me on my birthday. Be went above and beyond. So my reaction was not matching the crime. And I had to get familiar with it. And I thought, I'm not the only woman who feels this way. I've got girlfriends. I have a lot of female listeners. We talk. We sip our tea and talk. And so I know this is a female thing. This isn't just a me and my generation of women thing. This is, this is a lot. We all feel like we're taking care of men. And now I'm not bashing men. I love men. We couldn't survive without these guys, huh? But I feel like men are also confused. If the vast majority of my listeners were men, I feel like a lot of them would also be writing in saying the same words. Stuck. Confused. Paralyzed paralyzed in my own thoughts because our roles and we have a podcast episode on this from a few months ago masculine and feminine energy is confused women used to be super suppressed we really fought hard to not be suppressed and to be able to vote and to be able to get out of the house and to be independent But we got that and we kept rolling with it and going and going. As we humans, I don't know what it is in our brains, but we take something and we just blow it up Jupiter style. We over-exaggerate it. Keep on going. We don't know balance. We eat too much. We drink too much. Oh, yoga is popular now? Let's have an entire store dedicated to yoga pants. (laughs) Relax, humans. Why do we do this? So women had just got so excited to finally not be suppressed and be out of the house and be able to say and do the things that men do that I think we went overboard. And then men were also like, whew, you know what? It is hella responsibility to take care of an entire family, have the weight of their well-being and the money to put food in their mouth and clothes on their back and a roof over their head on me. Fine, ladies, you want to help? Please, by all means. And we were like, yes, let's do it. 
And then men got a little too comfortable with, well, shit, this is nice. <laughs> whoa, I can just kick it. And wow, now there's porn at my fingertips. And whoa, video games. This is pretty dope. I can pretend like I'm shooting someone, not actually do it. Fantastic. Let's do this. And so they relaxed into that too much. And women stepped into that masculine, oh, wow, power through money feels really good too much. And we're just on the polar ends of the spectrum, leaving us all biologically confused because women are like, wait, okay, this feels good to my head to make money, to have a prominent career. But in the shadow of the night, when no one's listening, no one's watching me, I dream of being a stay at home mom. Ooh, did I just say that? And then men are like, I don't like staying at home. I love my kids. I love taking care of them. I love that my partner is happy and fulfilled in her career and traveling and doing her own thing, but I, I feel like demasculated. I, I don't know. I just don't feel like a man. I feel weak mentally, physically. I'm too soft. I want to feel strong and in my power. And I want to feel, it makes me feel good when I can protect and provide for someone or I'll, even a whole family. And so that leaves them feeling just depressed right? Women are overworked and exhausted. Men are bored, lazy, and just depressed, tired, right? There's this huge difference. And this is all, there's no fact to any of this, okay? This is all just a feeling and an observation of the collective right now. And so I feel like that's why a lot of women are emailing me saying, I'm stuck. I'm confused. I don't know what I want to do. You do, don't hate me for saying this, but you do know what you want to do. It's, you were born with it. It is in your heart. It is in your cells, your DNA. You know what makes you cry, what moves you to tears, what gives you truth bumps. I'm getting them as I'm saying this. You know, what did you love to do as a child that nobody told you to do? You know, but you forgot because you started swimming in the masculine pool and you had to provide for yourself or for other people. You had to say, well, I would love to just relax and slowly knead sourdough bread and bake it for three hours at home while reading a novel, but I can't. I gotta go make money. I gotta provide 50% or even more of the financial income of my household. I can't because I got to remind my boyfriend, my husband to go to the doctors, to get a college degree, to pay his taxes, to make sure he pays his cell phone bill on time. I got to do all of that because men are no longer responsible. They just, they're kicking it, right? It, there's just, I feel like this episode is going to trigger the fuck out of some people or maybe it'll be a wake up call. I don't know, but it, it, I'm saying this being in the same shoes as you. Okay, so this is not me saying this is what it is. I feel that same confusion. If I can remove money, because that's my big masculine thing is finances, I would bake all day. I would just make sourdough and the homemade cinnamon rolls and banana bread and just make sure the house always smelled so good and was so inviting and comforting. I would always clean. I love to organize and have you know clutter-free space. Clutter-free mind is my motto. As I look around the studio, like, oh, geez, I got to clean <laughs> clutter-free mind in the studio. Um, and I would write. I would write books and novels and maybe even produce some music. But that sourdough bread won't make me money, and nor do I want it to. 
I don't want to turn my feminine relaxing hobby into, okay, whoo, I got customers. I need to make this bread. Shit, I just burnt that. Oh, my sourdough starter went bad. I got to make a new one. That ruins it, right? So now we're getting deep here. Because as I was saying, you know what you want to do. You know what feels good. Why aren't you doing it? Because maybe you'd rather that stay a hobby than turn it into a masculine mm, moneymaker. Some days I hate astrology. I'm like, I never want to see it again. I don't want to talk about it. Other days I'm like, this is my lifeblood. <laughs> I'm doing this forever. This is just something that's very natural feeling. When you make money or a career out of a hobby, something you love, you're going to have days where you're like, I hate it. I can't do it. Nope, I'm done. And sometimes I think I'm just going to go be a barista at a coffee shop that I don't own and just, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, do what I'm told to the best I can, respect my customers and go home and just not have anything to do with it. That sounds great. <laughs> there is no right or wrong answer. There is no astrologer, no psychic, no Akashic Records reader. There's no one that's going to tell you, you need to be a second grade teacher for the rest of your life. Don't you wish, kind of, <laughs> sometimes, that there was someone who said, hey, you're supposed to do this, so go do it. There, there is no answer. You just go do what feels good, but also knowing that it's not going to feel good every single day, and that's okay, right? We get, again, our human brains are just zero or 100. There is nothing in between. We think when we're in love, if we get in a fight or we don't like them for a period of time, that that's not our person because surely I would feel in love and passionate and make out and have sex with my partner daily if I'm truly in love, right? No. <laughs> and the same theory applies to your career, to your relationship with friends, children, family, peaks and valleys, peaks and valleys. And so even if you're in a job that you can't stand or you don't like, I've been there, done that, got that t-shirt, find things that you do like about it. When I worked for a freaking health insurance company, might as well be a paper company like the office again. I was like, this is misery, just misery. And knowing my human design and astrology, of course, it was so against my grain. But I found light in it. I found joy in it. And when that was in the people I worked with, they were my family. They are people I still talk to today. They were just so cool, funny, kind, trustworthy. I loved it. And I miss that about that job. I don't miss the job, but I miss the work family. And I miss how easy my taxes were. I miss how awesome it is to clock out and you don't even have to think about work ever again. You can just go chill at home. There is beauty in that. Right? Just like my dream job, I get to teach the stars for a living and talk on a mic. How cool, right? Oh, Steph has it made. I wish I was her. Do you? Do you want to see my emails to that podcast platform going back and forth? Oh, sting. Do you want to be uh, in a legal issue with copyright music on the podcast? <laughs> oh, wee. And when I don't get to clock out, I can shut a laptop, but my studio is in the corner of our house right by the kitchen staring at me all the time. So when I walk by it going to throw in a load of laundry, it's a very friendly reminder that I didn't record today or I didn't make any money today. Better make some tomorrow. It's a very friendly reminder that, oh, you just lost 20,000 followers. Oh, did you lose your creativity? Are you burnt out? What's going on? There's a push and a pull to absolutely everything 
but it is all about your mindset. How are you looking at things? And it's okay to look at them poorly some days, but you don't let that be your deciding factor. I heard JL say on a speech he was giving today, actually, he was like, okay, it's okay if you want to quit, but quit tomorrow. Don't quit today. So even on days where you're like, fuck this, I'm done with this job, I'm never working for myself, or I'm, I'm leaving tomorrow, okay, that's fine. Fuck them, right? Yeah. But quit tomorrow. Just give it one more day. See if your energy changes and shifts. And then the other thing I have to say about feeling stuck and feeling unmotivated or feeling confused is when we're confused and stuck, we've been disconnected from ourselves for a really long time. Go do something that connects you back to who you are. For me, it's traveling. Even if it's just driving two hours down the road and getting a cheap Airbnb for the night, just traveling to find myself, to reconnect. Take a day off and don't worry about money. Do something that reconnects you to who you are. Maybe it's a wine and paint class one night. Maybe it's going to a spin class. Do things that are different for you, that you've always wanted to do, but you talked yourself out of for whatever the reason. Go do those things. So do something that's familiar, that connects you back to who you are, or go do something wildly different. Even if it's just going to visit a crystal shop downtown that you always drive by but never stop in, go do things that differentiate your daily routine, right? Because when we're stuck, we are in a familiar pattern. And it's safe and it's familiar, but that whisper of, this isn't real, is going to turn into a roar unless you do something about it. Do something familiar and fun that reconnects you to your soul or go, go do something extremely different and outside of your comfort zone, like a spin class. I did that in Indiana, you guys. So I keep bringing up spin because I always thought like, yeah, right. I am not <laughs> an athletic person. I mean, I say that, but baby Jay listens to this and it's like, you're fucking nuts. If we wanted to go hike a 14,000 footer, you would keep up and probably be in front of me. So I, I am, but I'm not like, posting selfies at the gym like let's do this go get your sweat on <laughs> but it is really good for your mental health so when we were in indiana back in march i always knew like that's the place i was born and raised that's where my biological father lives it just it stirs up a lot in me energetically and emotionally so i was like not today satan we are <laughs> we are going to do something different and so i was like you know what i want to sweat i want hip-hop maybe i'll go take a dance class i don't know so i just googled some things in evansville that's where i'm from shout out to my evansville people and i found this spin cycle class and i was like okay i'm going fuck it fuck it i'm just gonna pay the 20 bucks online i'm gonna go tomorrow morning 8 a.m sharp and on my drive there, I was like, this is so weird. Like, I don't know anybody there. Do groups of girls go together? Is it a class that, like, everybody knows each other because they see each other every Monday morning? Whatever. I don't give a shit. So I just stumbled on in, and I was so pumped to be there. I was like, this is my first time. I don't know how to even get on a bike in those fancy shoes. You got to buckle into the pedals. Will y'all help me? And they loved it. Humans love the word help, just FYI. They love hearing the word help me. It's just something clicks in us that's like, yes, 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 yes. And so they loved it, and I loved it, and I was fucking pumped. I even made the top 10 on the board. <laughs> and they were like, this is your first class? I'm like, yeah, and that was sweet. Oh, smiles all around. And at the end, they actually asked me if I wanted to work there. 
you know? And I might, I might go teach spin because it is so fun. But moral of that story is I did something that was outside of my comfort zone and I went home just jumping off the walls doing cartwheels with the most beautiful pink complexion on my cheeks. I was like, let's tackle this. I love Evansville. Completely changed the energy of that place for me, of my time there because yes, I continued to go to classes while I was there for two weeks. So fun. And it, and it was so simple. Just a simple change changed everything so to wrap this up I'm really sorry if you feel stuck and feel confused I've been there I've done that I'm wearing that dirty t-shirt with you but these are just my simple steps that I have taken to not feel that way because don't hate me for this but feeling stuck is something we choose that triggers me to hear, but it's something we all <laughs> we all need to hear. Feeling stuck is a chosen emotion. Ah, I can feel you guys slapping me through the speakers. <laughs> it is. You are in control. Take your power back. You don't have to feel stuck. You just have to do things outside of your box of familiarity that change your mindset. Your body is a vessel. Your brain is a vessel, but you have control over it. You do. So give those things a whirl. Let me know if it works. If it doesn't, feel free to send me a fuck you, Steph. You don't know shit email <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> but it works for me. And it's just interesting that the mass consensus is that we all feel stuck and confused, but we don't have to. We just have to do things that are uncomfortable and different. And trust me, I'm going to be taking my own advice from this podcast. And maybe after this, after I go do my chores and organize this space, I will sit down and start writing a novel. Because that is one of my very big goals is to write a motherfucking novel. So I cussed a lot in this episode, huh? I'm passionate today. I'm feeling saucy. What's the moon in? I think it's still in Leo. Maybe it's moving into Virgo tonight, but... Hey, double fire in the sky. We got to use cuss words, right? I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being there for me, with me. Whenever I have a bad day, I think of you. And I think of the emails you send me and the DMs and the kind, kind words and energy you send my way. If you want a birth chart reading, you know where I'm at, lightworkers-lounge.com. Click on any birth chart reading you want. I added a new section, by the way, where you can see what reading should I get. It's a little slideshow to help you figure out which one would best resonate with you because I know it's a, it's a monetary investment and an emotional investment because these readings, we go deep. So I love you guys. Stay tuned next time for tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. Mm-hmm.